Aloha, everyone. I'm your host, Christina Laney Mitri, and welcome to Smart Living Hawaii's podcast, where we discuss smart homes and technology, sustainability, healthy lifestyles, and smart business. Today, we'll continue our Sustainable Leaders series and have a talk story with Rebecca Garcia. She's with Green Terra, which are vegan cheeses, and we will dive into this vegan product and business and see how this small business is staying afloat among these challenging times. So, aloha, Rebecca. Hi, Christina. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for joining us today. Um, we're kind of going to start off with just a little bit about Rebecca, so I'm going to read this quick little bio for you. She was born and raised in Valencia, Spain. When she was 21 years old, she moved to Portland, Oregon as an au pair. Mm -hmm. And is that, it's like a nanny, no? Yeah, it's like a living nanny. Living nanny. Mm -hmm. And um, she was, after a couple years, she later became an international student with the goal of studying education because that is what she studied in Spain. In college, she met her husband, Josh, mm -hmm. and they moved to Hawaii in 2016. Rebecca worked as an assistant lead teacher in a preschool for almost three years and decided it was time to open up her own business, Green Terra, at the end of 2019. So, right before COVID. Right before COVID. <laughs> right yeah, before I COVID. Everything. Yeah. So, let's get started. And I just wanted to let you know this is the first time we are meeting in person. We've uh, connected through social media during COVID and uh, when we were on lockdown, which, of <laughs> course, um, is often been the cases where we'll meet on social media and um, may never cross paths until we do a podcast or something. So we wanted to, I wanted to start recording again and um, get things going. So we were able to do things with social distancing in place here and um, with our little baby who is eight months tomorrow mm -hmm. and this pandemic, we kind of did hold off on podcasts until today. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> um, I just wanted to say a welcome. It's kind of starting back up again. And um, thanks for being our first podcast for, I wouldn't say this year, but this this part this of the year. <laughs> yeah. I know. Um, so I'm going to start with an icebreaker. And since we are in COVID, what has been something positive that has come out of this pandemic for you? Christina, uh, that's a hard question. <laughs> but um, something positive that I will say during COVID I think um, I feel like as a community, yeah, we get closer, especially uh, not only for my business, but for all local businesses. Like, for example, um, we are very lucky that we still have our farmers market open. So I think like local people are, have been supporting more like local businesses. And that's, I think, a really good positive thing about COVID. Yeah, and I think we can't be sustainable here in Hawaii unless we have our local small businesses. Yeah. So I know a lot of them are hurrying right now. Um, I hope that we can get this turned around, but I'm really glad for the farmer's markets yeah. um, that the mayor has um, kept that open, open yeah, for everybody true. and that um, 
they're pushing and doing a lot more. Um, I know that they've got some initiatives out that is also helping with um, food and dis- dispersing of to people that need it. Yeah, so. that's out of the That's awesome. <laughs> and moving into your background, growing up. So she is from Spain. Rebecca's mm-hmm. from Spain. And um, maybe you want to chat about your family and what it was like back in Spain in comparison to Hawaii. Sure, okay. So, um, well, yeah, I'm from Valencia, Spain. My whole family is still there. I have an older sister, which is a teacher as well. Um, so, okay, this is crazy. I never wanted to live in the United States, you know. I wanted to go, like, London or something like that. But I have, when I decided to go au pair, my, one of my best friends, um, told me to, oh, I found this company, you know, that is going to be open in America, blah, blah, blah. So I did, we did the process together, you know, and when it was time to move to United States, my friend said, oh, you know what? I think I'm just going to finish my degree. <laughs> so you go by yourself. <laughs> so that's how I ended up here, yeah, because I even didn't want to learn English. My English was really bad, and um, that's how I ended up in United States. I love Hawaii. I think it's very beautiful, you know. At the same time, I think it's kind of far away from Spain. Yes, it is. Really far. Like, every time I travel, it would take me, like, maybe 48 hours, you know. And I really miss the seasons. Like, uh, fall now, for example, is my favorite seasons, and I really want to feel the cold you know <laughs> so um yeah I like Spain too everything is like different you know um but here you are here starting your business <laughs> when's the last time you were back in Spain it was last Christmas okay last so about Christmas, a, almost okay, a year was, coming yeah. out a year mm-hmm. so I had a plan to travel in May but again, because of COVID, you know, yeah. we had to cancel. So hopefully we can go this Christmas. That would be great. Yeah. Well, I went in 2018 for our honeymoon. We went to Spain. So we actually did a trip to several countries. But um, we did go to Madrid and Barcelona. So we didn't mm-hmm. visit your town. But it was it was awesome. My husband's uh, Mexican, so he speaks Spanish. So out of France and Italy, I mean, he felt most comfortable in Spain because he could speak to everybody. And we were, we didn't know Italian. It's sort of the same, but it's not, you yeah. know. And then we definitely um, did not know French. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we felt most comfortable in Spain for sure. Um, so moving on, let's talk about your Green Terra products mm-hmm. and what you sell, just so people know, because maybe people don't even know what it is yet. <laughs> Yeah, so um, Green Terra specializes in vegan cheeses, vegan pâtés, and vegan chorizos. Um, my first cheese was the brie. Then I moved on to taro brie. Our taro powder comes from Kauai. This business is called Sustainable Woods. Um, so then I start kind of... That was our first product. I start to modify... Modif- modify? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, now we have like a lot of different cheeses like for example we have our taro brie um the rosemary basil chili jalapeno smoked gouda 
Then for pates, we have the mushroom walnut, mushroom pistachio, and the sobrasada. And chorizos, we have the pepper and the mild. So now it's like little by little, we are growing more. Um, I recently put a new product that it's called marina it's more marinated mozzarella balls. So, marinated mozzarella balls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how are and those are gonna be available soon? Yeah, I probably will be available at the end of October, beginning of November. Uh, I already have a list of people who wants to buy it, so that's was I really it tastes really, really good. Yeah, well then you kinda know how much to make, right? Because yeah. you have a have an idea. Mm-hmm. And um with these different products that you make, maybe you could explain um, how all of this originated for you, how it started, or what made you start making vegan cheese? Because um, you were a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> I have that question a lot of farmers market when I'm there. Um, so for a long time, I wanted to have like, like a stop it, like at least a vegetarian lifestyle diet. You know, I never thought to be vegan at all, but they're kind of like quitting. Um, meat and things like that especially when I moved to United States I felt like the every time I consume uh, consume meat it will kind of mess up my stomach so that's why I first wanted to go for a vegetarian diet yeah so I wanted to go vegetarian then um, I have a hard time doing it and um, sorry. So, in back in Portland, I took this class to make um, vegan cheeses. So it's this supermarket that you can go, take a class, and then you just make your own vegan cheese. Yeah. So it's something that the basics. I kind of started over there. Then I moved to Hawaii in 2016. And I start following, um, don't know why, I start following, going crazy, following like a bunch of activists, like vegan activists. And, you know, <laughs> they can be kind of intense. So I kind of moved my, like, I totally wanted to change my diet, like vegan. So I keep saying it and saying it. And my husband say, why do you keep saying it if then you're not going to do it? And one night I watched a video that really makes me really sad. And I told my husband, tomorrow? I'm going vegan. <laughs> and since then, I did not turn back. For, yeah, for a full nine months, I didn't um, have anything, not even honey, nothing. And I was feeling really great, yeah. And then I went to uh, the store and I wanted to buy a vegan cheese, yeah. If you've been in Spain, I think the cheese platter, cheese balls with wine, it's something very, very popular. Yes. Either with tapas or anything, it's very popular. So I kind of wanted like a cheese board, you know. I wanted to go with my friends and be able to have like a vegan cheese board with a glass of wine. So every time I go to the store, I will find like vegan cheese pizza or vegan slides, slides for sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And I didn't want that. So then I start making my own cheese. Mm-hmm. I start, because I think the process is kind of like regular cheese. Yeah, Like I will put lemon juice to core the cheese. 
it's almost the same thing. So with the class that I took, and then I start reading and, and you know watching videos, how everything can work, and that's how the brain was born. I <laughs> I was the first one, and um, yeah. So it's just all experiments yeah. through time. All experiments, yeah. yeah. I have to say that my favorite cheese was the blue cheese. So it's been over a year working with the blue cheese and. That's the hardest one. I cannot get that rest. I mean, I, I can't get the cheese, like the vegan blue cheese that actually I like it, you know. So if I have to add one more cheese, it will say that I will, I will do the blue cheese. Yeah. Which I've been working so for a long time. What do you put in it to have that flavor, I guess, in blue cheese? Oh, so I think. Do they have uh, vegan cheeses elsewhere that's like a blue cheese? Yeah. I, I guess I haven't I, tried it. So. I never tried like a vegan blue cheese. I like I follow a lot of people that has vegan cheese businesses mm-hmm. and they have this beautiful vegan blue cheese, you know, <laughs> like you will see it and you will never thought that it's vegan. Because oh, it's yeah. exactly the same thing, you know. Some people doesn't like blue cheese because of the stinks, you know. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Like, it's been a long time. I don't have blue cheese now, but I really want to make that cheese. Okay, well, we'll have to come back next time <laughs> I, and bring you back on when you master your blue cheese. Yeah. <laughs> so, what, um, I'll just move around to some other questions I have here. But, um, how did you come up with Green Terra? What does that mean? Just out of curiosity, since that's your name. So, I wanted, when I choose a name, um, I wanted to choose a name that has both languages, yeah, like English, so people will understand, and another word that is like Spanish or Catalan, uh, where I'm from, we speak Valenciano, which is like Catalan, and Spanish, yeah. So I wanted to do something like has to do with my roots. So... Green Terra, if I translate that to English, it will be like green earth. Terra means earth. Yeah, Terra means earth in Catalan. So I wanted to have something, you know, like it's mine. Mm -hmm. Like my roots. Like not just the whole name in English. I wanted to have something. That's cool. mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So let's talk about what your vegan cheeses are made out of. Mm Because... I had no idea. So I'm very green to vegan, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, I, I definitely eat meat, and I think I, I, I do appreciate it. Um, and I try to be as sustainable about the meat that I do eat and consume, as I think a lot of meat eaters do that are sustainable. But um, I also do appreciate vegan and vegetarian foods as well, and I know how much healthier they can be. So... I do incorporate it into my diet. Um, but yeah, so maybe you can explain how cheeses are made with, I guess, vegan style. Yeah. So we know, because I had no idea. The good thing about vegan cheeses is that um, you can have them and don't be vegan. Like I have a bunch of clients that they are lactose-free or lactose intolerant, you know. Um, so that's a good thing. That's right. Yeah. I guess if you're lactose intolerant, cheeses are... Yeah something they can't have but they probably would like to yeah so i have friends that they put on meat you know and that's totally fine uh with fish however they want 
But jumping to your question, uh, my cheeses, I use as a base organic cashews and almond milk. Um, for the almond milk, I made it myself. I have this machine that is called almond cow. So it's only two ingredients, filtered water and any kind of nuts that you want. I may personally use organic cashews and, and, and almonds. And Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah. It's almond milk yeah. and the cashews. So for the milk, yeah, only almonds and filtered water. That's the basic for, I would say, all my cheeses except the smoked gouda. And then the smoked gouda, that one, it's one of the top sales. It has only three ingredients. It has cashews, um, nutritional yeast, and chickpea miso paste. I feel like chickpea miso paste give like a really nutty flavor, you know, and the nutritional yeast gives like the cheesy flavor, yeah. So with other ingredients that you can find in my cheeses are, uh, I use agar powder. What is agar? It's oh. like, um, it's usually made for vegan cuisine or um, jellies. So it's actually, it helps to give like a firm Oh, so it's the it's a more thick. So instead of some people yeah. use like gelatin, but you couldn't. So. Yeah. Okay. Like some people use agar powder. Some people use kappa carrageenan, which is exactly the same thing. It comes from the red seaweed, and that's what makes the cheese to melt and to get firm. And um, then I have like lemon juice, salt, um, almond, plain yogurt, vegan. Um, so all my products are. Soy free and gluten free, and our chorizos, which is the only product that I have nut free, it's made with beans, beets, and oats uh, or chickpeas. And for the pates, too, the pates only has like five ingredients it will have like nuts, um, walnuts, mushrooms. Uh, for the sobrasada, I use the roasted pepper, cashews, and sun dried tomatoes. Yeah, so. I did have the uh, privilege of tasting some of her cheeses mm -hmm. and her um, her spread. Um, that spread has, I mean, with as little ingredients that she uses, mm -hmm. it has a lot of flavor. So I definitely like would say you, it's something you have to try. And you know, I know people. If you're not a vegan, doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter. You'll still like it. It'll be like a spread. I think for most people, um, if you love your cheeses and you're a cheese person, you, you, may, you will like this, but you probably wouldn't think of it as a substitute to mm -hmm. cheese, but you would have it. These are definitely things that you would have on your cheese platter yeah. and you'd have as spreads and things you could incorporate into your menus and um, whatever you're doing. So, you know, I wouldn't disregard them just because it's They're vegan because, yeah. you know, they all have great flavors. So, you know, just to keep that in mind for those people that are a little weary on vegan, <laughs> definitely try it out. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I have, I have big Yeah. Yeah, so um, I think that was kind of covered a lot of, you know, the ingredients and stuff like that, which I had no clue what kind of forms because I was I was looking on your Instagram and seeing all these things. And it does look like cheese, like it does look yeah. like wheels of cheese and things like that. And you would think it, you know, well, what is it made from? So I guess it's that almond base, the yeah. almond milk base that really helps it. And then the, the cashews and they definitely have like... um like the 
the grit of the cashews, like it has texture, which is kind of nice mm-hmm. too, which is neat. Um, maybe you can talk about um, the different places that you can get your cheeses from. Sure. Um, so the, uh, my Instagram, uh, if somebody wants to buy any of our products, they can text us anytime. We do offer free delivery in all of Oahu. Uh, then every sun, Saturday, sorry, you can find us at Kakako Farmers Market in Alamoana Boulevard. And every Sunday, um, you can find us at Lokahi Kailua Market and Ulunui Street, I believe. Yeah, Ulunui Street. And you also can find some of our cheeses and our sobrasada at Divine Kailua. It's a wine bar by the new Whole Foods next to... Um, is it open now during COVID? Or? Yeah, I believe it's open. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it's like it's a open. restaurant. Yeah, it's like a wine bar. Yeah, yeah, they have things to eat. Yeah, so um, of course, by when it, this is posted, if um, definitely check back on our Instagram because you never know when um, dates change or where the locations are. Yeah. So definitely check back there, and maybe you can mention what your um, handle is on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, our Instagram is uh, Green Terra Hawaii, and our Facebook is Green Terra. Yeah, and then um, she also has her email and phone number here, but you can get it all on on um, the Instagram Instagram, and Facebook Mm -hmm. as well. And um, I'm going to also put all of this information down at the bottom of the podcast so you guys can check it out and um, we will have some photos of her fall platter that she (laughs) made today so we can take a look at it and we can share it with you guys and um, last but not least I guess how has this how has your business been during this pandemic how how has it been for you because I know you were just getting started with your business and then Mm -hmm. this happened so I guess some Feedback or comments would be good. Yeah, so um, you are right. As soon as I decide to quit my job and start with my business, a little bit more like full time, uh, all this craziness happened. I have to say that I've been very lucky um, to, I have people, I have clients that come every weekend to the market. Uh, I would say that maybe like two or three months after the virus, I think it went slow down just slightly, but because we didn't know what was the job, people were very scared, you would watch TV and would make us scared, so I think that affect kind of, like, just a little bit, but yeah, I, how I said before, I'm very thankful for the farmer's market, um, people, yeah, they've been amazing, I have clients every weekend, yeah, really, really good, so... I think that I didn't feel that, I mean, I'm not too affected. Yeah. Well, I guess, too, you are like a single entity and you don't have, you're not, you haven't as grown as big yet. Exactly. I, you have a lot of production. Working. I don't have any store or anything. Um, so it was easy to handle, yeah. Yeah. Easy to handle. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad that, you know, some of the small businesses during this time are still able to be open and be able to, you know, provide all of that you guys have for us. And I think, too, 
It, it does complement your cheese and wine experience that you normally get when you go into a restaurant mm -hmm. or a bar and like all the bars are closed now. So, you know, you can definitely pick up some of her cheeses and make a beautiful platter and have some wine mm -hmm. and on your own at Even your house beach, while you're yeah. social distancing and, you know, feel like you're at a restaurant because that's what it seems like now. We're just looking at this platter. Um, but yeah, so thank you so much for coming in and we have our masks on and we, yeah. you know, are doing our, you know, six, six feet, feet distance <laughs> apart and, you know, hoping that all the recordings come out okay. But, um, We're just wanting to get back into the swing of things and get some information out to all of you guys because I know and I think a lot of us have been on podcasts more lately during yeah, this downtime yeah. and, you know, whatever we can do to um, get you guys engaged and back up. Um, that's our goal. So um, thank you so much and thank, thank you for being here. And um, that's about it. And I wanted to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast at www.smartlivinghi.org. Or you can also follow us on Instagram at, at smart underscore living underscore Hawaii. And then also like us on Facebook. And um, mahalo until next time. Live smart. <laughs> Bye. Bye.